You're good right there. Send a screen. Anthony, you're good. Am I good? I'm probably gonna be like, ah, like this. Oh, comfy. Yeah. Show us your real height. The people wanna know. Don't lie to us. And then you just see this. All right, I'll do it. Help <laughs> 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 move. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Somehow gets lower. <laughs> He'll stand in the whole time. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> my god. No one can know this. <laughs> FBI's just knocking on the door. <laughs> you need to stop what you're fing doing. <laughs> Playing a dangerous game here. <laughs> Ready? We are going to be starting in three, two, one. What's up, everybody? This is the Red Band Podcast, your source for all film and TV related news and topics. I'm your host, Anthony King. And as usual, sitting to my left is my co-host, Adrian. And of course, sitting in control room is our technical director, Mike Cards. Oh, that's sorry. A, that's a, that's that a nice out. one. That's sorry. a big yawn. Got it out. A little tired tonight. Uh, just a skosh. Yeah, just it's, a, a skosh. it's a little late. It's a little later yeah. than usual. Yeah. And we just got back just from seeing Bob's Burger, the movie. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mike begged us to watch uh, Top Gun, but I didn't beg shit. There were so many people oh, there so for much. Top Gun. So many. So, so many older dudes there for Top Gun. Everyone just, all the older dudes really wanted to see that shirtless scene. <laughs> they okay. really did. For the first time ever, I mean, we've been to the th that theaters, you know, the countless same. times. Yeah. Time, right? yeah. Yeah. All the time. For the first time ever, I actually seen an actual printout of times. Yes. For the Top Gun. Mm. Well, because old people can't read. <laughs> it was, and they, they, had, they, don't, they, they don't know how to work technology. They had specialized drinks for this movie. For, Remember we oh, saw? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had- The uh, Maverick and the Iceman. Yeah, that's what it was. Lame. Yeah. But, Lame. But since Michael kept begging us, begging us with, no, we're going to watch, you know, Bob's Bob's Burger. Burgers instead. Oh, go, shut up <laughs> on both of those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but of course this- Tonight's topic is not about Top Gun. Top Gun, because we did not see that, and we're not gonna see that. We saw <laughs> Bob's Burger, the yes. movie, yes. which came out today, May twenty seventh, in theaters everywhere, and it was a nice movie. Yeah, it was pretty nice. Yeah, it was alright. But before we fully get into that, we gotta first give our nice shout out to our sponsor. Yep, Audible. Audible.com, which they have over 180,000 audiobooks to choose from. This week, I am reading Coraline by Neil Gaiman. If you, most of these ad reads you're going to get from Audible, it's movie related. There's always a movie connected to them. So just get that. Just get that off the bat. But you can visit Audible at www.audibletrial.com forward slash red band for a 30 day free trial. You get one credit good for any premium selection titles you like. Yours to keep forever. The Audible catalog also contains podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellnesses, and Audible originals. So come check out www.audibletrial.com forward slash redband. That's right. That's www.audibletrial.com forward slash R-E-D-B-A-N-D. Redband. That is correct. <laughs> yes, but Bob's Burger, the movie. Did you guys like it? 
I yeah, enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah was, I mean, you you right. you never really watched Bob's Burgers, so this was something you seen like a few episodes, one yeah. or two. So you were going new into this. Yeah, like I, I've only seen and for the couple episodes that I watched, I was it was I was entertained. I yeah. was like, okay, this is cool. I mean, like throughout the theater, Mike was like, "Hey, what's that character right there?" Who's yeah, that? yeah. I was, <laughs> trying to catch one. up. Yeah, trying to catch up onto it. Yeah, like for for the singing because there were singing bits. Yeah, and so I was like, "Does this usually happen?" Like. In the shows, he's like, "Yeah, it happens sometimes." Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, so it's not just random. Yeah, Bob's Burgers is a very musical-oriented show. Would it's, you, it's not every episode you can classify as a musical, but there is a lot of singing uh-huh. and just a lot of musical tunes in general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially like every end, like after like the end credits of everything, it's always some weird random song. Yeah. Okay. And it's a made-up song that they personally sing. They do all their writing and yeah. stuff for all their songs. Oh, so okay. it's not like they're parroting or mimicking other stuff. It's just all original stuff. But the songs are just really, really stupid. They're singing about stupid stuff all yeah. the time. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Then I was like, yeah, I mean, even that, even though I hadn't uh, fully dived into the uh, entire universe of Bob's Burger, mm-hmm. you know, with the shows, it was still uh, it was still fun to watch. Yeah, entertainable, I mean, right? Yeah, it was still yeah. entertainable. So it wasn't like you had to watch. Uh, a whole bunch of seasons mm-hmm. to be able to know what's going on. Yeah. But I mean, this was, was very, this was like watching a long episode, yeah. a very long episode. Yeah. And it didn't felt like something mo- like, you know, when most of these like type of like TV show movies, when they finally have like their movie going to the big screen, like the Simpsons movie, they try yeah. to make it as big as possible with like a big plot and something major happening. Mm-hmm. This one, it just felt like a standard episode. Yeah. yeah. Like the usual craziness they'll get into, you know, the business is about to shut down and they're mm-hmm. trying everything to do to like make sure it keeps going and one thing after another just keeps fucking that thing up and then of course louise gets everyone in trouble so yeah it's, it's the usual running bits that they deal with the show and with that uh does it usually happen that's like how do, how do i describe it like would you say you would have to see or watch bob's burgers like this show before you would watch the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely, to, yeah. absolutely, yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of characters in there that if you didn't watch the show, you had no clue what's going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, like I said, uh, Fish Order's brother, to understand him, the only new character was the lawyer cousin. Yeah. Okay. But other than that, like, says you have to understand, like, Fish Order's brother, uh, his girlfriend, which only appears in one episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she, it's a, when they talk about her, like, you have to know who she is. Uh, Mickey, the carny. Oh, yeah. He is in, like, I think a few. Ep- well, he's in a few episodes, a few but he episodes. Fr- he first starts off like as a friendly guy. No, no, no. He first starts off as the bank robber. Wasn't he? Oh no, yeah, he was the bank robber. Yeah. Then the next time he stays with them because he, he got out of prison, yeah. and then his stupid idea was trying to build a tunnel back to the, the bank, bank to the bank from their basement. His logic was <laughs> double jeopardy. You can't be charged with the same crime twice. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he's like, if you rob the same bike twice, you're not gonna get charged again. Wow. Okay. Also, what's funny is how they made a, uh, how they brought him back was he robbed the bank, went to prison, but the only reason he was released is because a prosecutor was high on meth. What? Yep. Yep. That's the reason why he was out. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So it's funny. They do talk like it. It's one of those things like the manner and style of the show doesn't feel like it'll cover over adult subject matter like that, but no. it does that all the time. Yeah. 
And it's weird because it's like it's it, in its own little Disney-esque cartoonish style where it feels very happy-go-lucky. Mm. But the common themes and situation they get into, it's like, it's terrible. Like even with this movie towards oh, the yeah. end when they're in that hole, it got dark. Yeah, it did. It got real dark. Yeah, like they were being buried alive. And they're like, oh, oh, we got to accept this. We got to accept we're going to die. Yeah. Oh, that's our feeling for that, man. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I started panicking. I was like, damn, how are they going to get out of this? I know. But yeah, it was a, it was a crazy movie. It was, yeah. it was pretty nice. But the biggest thing that caught me off guard for this, no, not caught me off guard, it caught my attention was the animation. Yes. Oh, dude, it was so smooth. So, it was so they smooth. really, really up the end. Makes sense. They got, you know, a movie production. Yeah. But even then, compared budget, to, like, so. but compared to like to the Simpsons movie, still way better than that. Yeah. Well, Simpsons. There, you could totally tell their focus was like Simpsons wasn't focusing on trying to improve the animation style. No, they tried to. Oh, if you remember, on they the kept Simpsons, it updated. They updated. They it. updated and they added more shading. Mm-hmm. But even then, they like the three D animated objects, like mm-hmm. that dome and stuff like that. Yeah, you could tell it was anim- three. Well, yeah, you could tell. Yeah, no versus this- in this one. It all looked straight up animated. Yeah, yeah well, yes. this is the thing. Is like most of, like I said, most of these, you know, TV show animations that become films they usually focus on when they produce the film it's like yeah it's in theaters it's gonna be a one-time thing it's gonna be a big thing we're not gonna explode you with huge state-of-the-art animations but you're gonna get something up to date which you're not used to because you're used to seeing the older format this was different they were pushing the elevation of the animation actually i just thought about another thing too that the other uh, other animations when they go to the theaters, what they do mm-hmm. is it's a weird thing, but I've noticed it forever. They uh, like back to the Simpsons movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, since you only see them in one dimension, for some reason, even though it's being animated, they always have them turn their entire body around. Yeah, to show that it's super clean. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you notice in this movie, they never did that. Well, they didn't care for that. They didn't. Yeah, I'm just saying that they didn't even bother doing that. They just said, like it's very fluid motion instead. Yeah. Instead of focus on trying to make a character three D, three D, two D animation. Yeah. They're, they're focusing to, on the motion and yeah. the actual animations and of to, the character. And to, instead of trying to impress you with, oh look it, now you can see behind their head. Mm-hmm. Well, they were doing some. They were showing off a bit. So yeah. there was a lot of showing off with the animation in this. The fluidity of the motion and styles, which. I know Michael was talking about he didn't like how bouncy they were. Yeah, it was like very, uh, very Disney-like-esque every time like when they moved. It was like almost bounce. Yeah, like it was like a bounce. Like they were mm. rubber or something like that. Like they would take a step, they would squish in, and then the neck would extend out some way and then do Which, the same that, thing with every step. But that was them obviously trying to show off the smoothness of their keyframes and animations. Uh-huh. And then, of course, you got the over-excessive dancing. Which I, I I liked it in certain bits and then other bits it was weird. Actually, I liked it a lot. I, so I think it fit perfectly. There are certain times where I'm just like, okay, you don't need to like kind of show off too much. And it was incredibly over excessive but funny at the end when the cousin, the lawyer, was singing and doing his like whole mo- evil monologue of his dastardly plan. Yes. And he yes. was dancing too, but it was so fucking over excessive. Like and he I, went the full falsetto. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Full falsetto, everything. Like I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the excessiveness of it. But you can totally tell at that part, they're just completely showing off like their capabilities of animation. Yeah, because that was, uh, who was the voice actor for that one? Um, Zach, uh, 
Calvin, right? Calvin, yeah. Yeah, so it was uh, Kevin Klein. Yeah, Kevin Klein. Yep. Yeah, Kevin Klein's the one that did it. I'm surprised they brought back so many people. <laughs> they brought that. Uh, not uh, Jimmy Pesto, though. No, yeah, did. that's uh, not Jimmy Pesto. What was uh, up with that? He, uh, well, well he why did, don't we say what the, did, name, the name of the actor, not just the character? Mm, the uh, actor, the actor or voice actor who the plays voice actor Jimmy for, Pesto. He decided to, he got in trouble. Yeah, yeah, he got in big trouble. Didn't he? What was his name? Uh, Jay Johnson. Jay Johnson. Okay. Yeah, so what he, do you do? He decided to storm the Capitol. Oh, he was there January 6th. He was there. He was there and he was on the FBI's uh, wanted list. Of course. Or at least like identified as person list. Yeah. Yep. And it was identified as him and they did uh, Fox at the time. Was it Fox or Disney? They had been Disney at this time. Because it was last year. So that should have been still Fox. Okay. Yes. Yeah. They pretty much dumped him at that point. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't blame them. I, I really don't blame them. They have the character still there in the movie, but he just never says a word. Yeah, he had no dialogue line. No. Yeah, he was just standing there. He was standing there and he sprayed someone with a water hose when they were passing by. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, well, what other characters were in here? That The one surprised me was Jor- uh, Jordan Peele with uh, Fanny. Oh, yeah, yeah. That one actually caught me really off guard. Yeah, that's that was interesting. There was a lot of like uh, celebrity guests too that surprised up on here. There was a few like all, obviously like you know past characters. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Small role characters they brought in. Um, uh, Silver Silverman came back and did her voice for uh, the twins. Mm. Oh, she did the twins. Yeah, yeah, she's a twin. She's a twin. Actually, I think she did it herself. Her sister wasn't involved in this one. Because it's Sarah Silverman and her sister both do the twins. Oh, okay. Yeah, Nick Kroll as a scary carny. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's right. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, of course. Jordan Peele as Fanny. And Z's Ansari as Daryl. Yeah, Daryl is referring to Daryl. <laughs> then Paul Rudd as Jericho. Which one was Jericho? The horse. Oh, the oh. It's the fantasy horse. Oh, okay. Yeah, Tina's little dream fantasy horse. Jericho yeah. Vane. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay. <laughs> Oh, Which wow. Which we had also explained that one to Mike, too. The whole, uh, the zombies. The zombies. Oh, yeah. The weird Tina's fetish with zombies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't get that. I was like, why? Why is she? Why does she have a fetish for zombies? <laughs> it's just weird. Just She's just weird. weird. It's, it's a whole weird family, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, just you saw how crazy that mother is, Linda. Like, you who are not used to watching this show, just seeing how that character is. Yeah. It should obviously make sense how those why the rest of the kids are weird. And also, it just brings the fact that Bob just put up with it. Just, like, <laughs> he just puts up with it. He doesn't yes. bother fighting it. He's just like, all right, this is what it is. These are my weird kids, and that's I'm yeah. not gonna fight it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we had Bob had like somewhat of a little turnaround. You know, towards the end, he was trying to be the hopeful one when everything seemed all you know dark and gloomy, and all hope was lost. Yeah. Uh, at least, yeah, that was something new for this kid, yeah. for this movie. I kind of had a feeling that was going to happen because there's usually always a character developing like a big, like a character who has like a common reoccurring theme throughout the show has yes. like a big monumental change. Yes. Yes. And in this case, it was that. that it was he that. Was constantly I, bummed out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It was hit. I mean, everyone kind of had their, their moment sort mm-hmm. of because you had like, uh, uh, what's it called? Gene being afraid to perform so that at the end of the movie, he, you know, he'd goes on stage and performs, yeah. mm-hmm. which is still kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, Lu- uh, Luis afraid of losing her hat and being called a baby. Yeah. 
So she kind of goes, grows out of it saying that not to care what anybody else thinks. Yeah. Well, a lot of this had to deal with like, you know, these kids trying to deal with coming over their insecurities as they grow up yeah. and they're trying to discover themselves. Yeah. But kind of, I will say this, my favorite thing about this, this entire film, the fact that at the end of it, nothing mattered completely. Oh you know? yeah. Yeah. Nothing mattered. It all went back full circles. Like, all right, they're back to where they started. <laughs> yes. Nothing changed. They're, they're having improved. They're just slightly better people, mm-hmm. but they're the exact same situation where they were at the beginning. Yeah. They're still, they will still be late on their, uh, on, on their payments, on their on their payments. payments. No matter what, they'll still be late on it. No matter what. Because fish order was so cheap that he just paid for one payment. Like fucking. <laughs> it's like, I saved your life. I saved you and your brother's life. And all you'll do is pay for one late payment. <laughs> well, I mean, what was your guys' favorite parts? Do you guys have favorite moments in this movie? Mike, you want to go first one, this one? Uh, let's see. Let me think As back. a newcomer, I want to see, see what you... Well, all right. Let me think back. Mm-hmm. I would probably say, weirdly enough, one of the musical scenes. The musical scenes, all right. I would say either when they were... Like the dancing with the carnies. I like that. I well, like the yes. dancing carnies. The way like when Tina hops up on top of the trailer and it's like that side step. You know, like mo- oh, is it yeah. Luis? Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. When Luis, when she uh, dances on top of the trailer mm-hmm. and it's like almost like a sidestep dance, but like the way she's like kind of like shuffling her feet. Yeah. It was such a smooth motion that it made me think that it was like almost motion cap mm-hmm. or rotoscope or something like that. Yeah. Adrian, you were thinking like we were arguing about this. You were really convinced like there was some serious mo- mocap going on in this. I was too. I was okay. Not direct mocap, which means they just put a person in a suit mm-hmm. and then recorded it and then just overlaid the, the, yeah. uh, the character model on it. Yeah. Yeah. But where they had the footage overlaid on the character mm-hmm. and then they kind of mimicked it very closely. Yeah. yeah. Like, so like, I'm pretty sure they had choreographed dances. They recorded them. They send it over to the animator and the animator has like a little monitor watching that. And then he's studying and he's like, all right. So, you know, they'll kick out this leg like this and then they'll do it, you know, copying yeah. the motions on their computer. That's probably the more, actual realistic fashion they probably went at with this because there was a lot of complicated dance movements for an animation yeah it was over the top like said, the entire animation for the dancing was over the top yeah 100 percent. and then the same thing with uh the lawyer at the very end yeah his yeah yeah. there was moments where it was like okay like that was obviously animated like like the hip or the butt shaking or whatever but Mm -hmm. then like leg and arm movements in a choreographed way that was like, okay, let's, that's too, it's too clean, <laughs> yeah. too smooth, too smooth of a movement. Like the way, like uh, watching the abdominals kind of flex and then like extend and for like leg kicks. It was and, impressive. Like, it was very impressive. Yes, it was And that's really all impressive. I was like, dude, I swear it's gotta be like a mocap. So for like how Adrian described it, usually it would be like original footage of a person. And then you would have the character kind of traced over that person. Mm-hmm. And then one example is like that Betty Boop cartoon mm. and that and where they used Cab Calloway's dancing moves for the ghost. That's why you see like a very animation type looking style for the ghost. And then as soon as it moves over to him dancing the way Cab Calloway dances, it's very, very fluid because yeah. it's literally tracing over every single motion yeah. like that. So that's why I was like. They had to have do this or some sort of mo. But you, you can replicate complicated motions without even needing references or actually any like type of visual cues. I mean, think about this. 
You've seen Attack on Titan with the scene with Levi being chased by the other yes. hunters. Yes. They, 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 didn't, no, they didn't get someone recording with 3D no. gear flying around in a seat. No. They yeah, had to right. think about that from the top of their head. Yeah. So yeah, you could definitely create complicated motions like that from the top of your head without any references. But I'm pretty sure to make it as slip, simple, clean as possible and to hit you know, your scheduled deadline, I'm pretty sure they at least had to hire some type of choreographer. Yeah. yeah. Some sort of choreographer to like break down these, these the movements, dance moves. Yeah. Or, or hear me out, that it was also kind of used for reference. Yeah. For, yeah. for, for example, Rango. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that movie? Yeah. 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 Okay. Depp, yeah. The entire movie was done with real people. Like they played the entire movie with real people on like a soundstage. Like just more as like using the camera. They wore whatever they wanted. Yeah. But did like choreography, their acting, their walks, all entirely being recorded on like one camera or like angled in a position where they w- wanted to shoot it. And then animators use that entire reference to animate mm-hmm. what they would look like. Oh, yeah. So that way it wasn't like that rotoscope or trace over and you know what do you call this previs previs you gotta pre-visualize your sequences this is what they do this is what marvel does all the time when they have their big action sequences mm-hmm. you have to visualize it first and you have to have people acting it out i mean even for our stunt choreography for john wick or anything mm-hmm. they had the story the stunt crew which is cell phones and stuff like that recording all the fight sequences mm-hmm. they'll try to figure out the best camera angles to go with the movements. They'll stitch a really terrible rough cut, just literally shot from a phone. And that is the pre-visualization they get from it. And then they'll send that over to, you know, the actual stunt team and the safety team and that, you know, the props team and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And this practice gets done in the same way as animation. You will record something live to get the movements. Sometimes, for like really complex, like when you when they tried to do the whole hyper realistic visuals and stuff like that, they still just do the same practices with taking real pictures of people so they can really think about the animation styles, how the face moves. You know, you say it all the time, Mike, yeah. the stretching the pores stretching when someone the pores. smiles. Yep. So you always constantly have to use real life, actual like visuals to replicate yeah. this. Yeah, I mean, it also comes down to the studios and how much effort they put into it. Mm-hmm. Because you got to admit, some studios just literally just, you know, you could tell they just picked the phone, did this, and like, all right, that's good enough for us. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh let's clarify that. So you can tell between which production companies yeah. offset this animation to another studio from another country mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. versus actually doing it here with a specialized animation team. Yeah. That's the difference. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between you have a whole animation render farm of just like thousands of people just basically just animating a single frame than versus working with a dedicated hardworking team. Yeah. Not Dennis, that makes different. Like we talked about before where, you know, effort makes a big difference. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think what one of the production companies, Bento Box, which is from LA, was who did the animations for Bob's Burgers. Bento box. Which, like I said, it's funny because you don't get too much often LA or American production companies for animations. You always see it's off-put somewhere else. Here we go. Bento box entertainment. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it comes down to cost as well. 
Yeah, oh yeah, it's always going to be cost. Yeah, it's always at the cost, end of the day. and obviously, studios are trying to figure out, you know, how to save money as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Like it looks like right here, Bento Box. They do. They did Sonic. Yeah, they've done they Sonic. They've done Border Town. They've done uh, Duncanville, Paradise PD, Central Park. Central mm -hmm. Park's the most recent one. <laughs> the X Files, Albuquerque, The Great North. Oh, they even did the uh, the Prince. Okay. The prince that was like uh, that animation of like the royal family. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they've done like a lot of like a lot of projects. They have a huge portfolio here. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they've been around. It's obviously they've been around and they know what they're doing. And they got a lot of other other stuff as well. Some past work. Mm -hmm. uh, another one was Alan Gregory. I, I, heard, yeah, I have not heard that one. Near some hell. Brickleberry. So they've done a decent amount one. This yeah. one looks really psychedelic. Anyway, but yes, they. I and then, would say okay, this and is then you first. had a uh, Bartle Entertainment, which I'm pretty sure they were the ones doing a lot of the sequences for the for the dances. Okay, which they did Simpsons, Brick and Morty. They've always been doing Bob's Burgers, South Park, okay. <laughs> Prince of Egypt. Oh wow! Solar Opposite, Space Jam. Wow. Anastasia, El, Road to El Dorado. Okay, that, that would explain sense. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, you can see, like, I'm pretty sure they're the ones here in charge for Bartle Entertainment doing all, like, the dance numbers and everything. For and the really real, have, for the really difficult. That really difficult. Tie in AE. Okay, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah, so they were probably the ones that tied in the more difficult sequences, like the dance mm -hmm. uh, numbers. And then you had Bento Box mm -hmm. that would come in and kind of take out, take over maybe. I mean, like it's the shared. It's like I said, it's shared. You, you, you have a specific schedule and deadline to meet, and you know you can't just off put all your animation to one company. Yeah. So yeah. of course you got to split it off. But they yeah. were definitely the ones taking care of those oh, dances. Oh yeah. Oh yes. definitely. definitely. But also, it's. I mean, like they've they've worked on the actual show itself. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, if you give the company who worked on it knows the knows the well, work, they have the assets already. I, mean, like, I think it's beyond the assets. It's well, more like they they have the assets. They know the workflow. They know the team. They know the style of yeah. how the writers want their animation styles to match their comedy. Like yeah. I said, you you know you know the team you're working with. Yeah, you want to work with the people you're comfortable with because that's yes. how you produce the best projects. No, yes, of course. But I mean, I mean, it's easier for I mean, let's be honest, it's easier for a studio to you know to output it to someone else. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times the studios, you know, they still want their show and they want their movie. So mm -hmm. like, you put a focus on the show, we'll get someone else to do the movie for you. Mm -hmm. And obviously, you know, Disney didn't do that for this one. Uh, they actually put full effort into it, you know. A lot of effort, yes. too. It was nice. I was like, I was really surprised, like, how well the animation style came out with. Yeah, it was I, pretty cool. Yeah. But, man, for a quick second, I thought we were going to see Lewis's head. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to lose my shit. You were about to lose it? You weren't it. ready for that. I was not ready for that. You weren't ready for that. I was like, oh, that. fuck, if I see her without the fucking hat, I'm going to lose my shit. It would have been that type of trope. You know, you got to save it for, you know, the movie. Mm -hmm. You know, you had Sal Park the first time. Kenny, yeah. you get to hear him talk. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know, there's other films who probably had like their huge monumental, you know, character changing moment that they finally got over this one trope. Yeah. You so know? you already know that there's going to be a. Uh, you know, this one we thought, Luis, the ears were going to come off. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But nope. No, we didn't see it. Everyone, all the characters saw it, but we did not see it. <laughs> Everyone gasped. But it was probably more about like her taking them off mm -hmm. than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, this, it was, I like kind of like, 
I wasn't focusing too much because I didn't really think it was going to be like a huge story, grand story because it's Bob's yeah. Burgers. Yeah. It's always silliness, but it did have a nice little charming warming, you know, type of like, you know, get over your fears and your insecurities and grow up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It had a nice like theme and message to it. I mean, yeah. from what I see so far, I guess like their original intention design was to make sure that Bob's Burgers stays within the limits of what makes Bob's Burgers yes. Bob's Burgers. Exactly. And not overhyping it to the point of uh, making it to the cinema screen. Like, like, you know how you have The Simpsons where you have The Simpsons and then you have The Simpsons movie and all of a sudden it's like there's a giant fucking dome. Yeah, it's like this big they're a dome. They're, yeah, yeah. they're traveling across the country. Yeah. You know, it's they're going against the government. Yeah. yeah. It's this huge thing. And Bob's Burgers literally just like it's a normal day to them. No- still, they only stay within the confines of literally their house mm-hmm. to the pier, and that's it. And that's it. In school, yeah, it was literally around their same block, like within the first like three blocks, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. it. And so that's why I was like that, and that was their main intention too, is that they wanted to make sure that it uh, that it stayed within a certain range yeah. and not yeah. over. I guess. What am I trying to say? Like trying to get too full of itself yeah. and yeah. biting off more than it could chew, chew, you know, but keeping it at a grounded level where it makes Bob's burgers so enjoyable. Yeah. 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 No, no. We got what you mean. We get what you mean. They yeah. they didn't try to blow their load. They didn't try to make some huge grand no. life changing story. They they created Bob's burger, the show, the movie. Basically <laughs> <Yes>. the show, <laughs> the movie. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, no, it was, it was a pretty nice one. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. What would, what would you guys give a rating for, for Bob's Burger? Uh, solid seven. Seven? Solid seven. Yeah. What about you, Mike? Well, <sighs> I mean, we can't, you can't top, top gun for you. So, you know. Oh, fuck yeah. off. <laughs> Being realistic, i probably give it maybe like a five. Five? Five. Yeah. yeah. Five. All right. All right. Makes sense. Because yeah. I feel like I would enjoy it more if, if you I, were actually into the show and yes. everything. Yeah. But as overall, I still kind of enjoyed it. So I give it a five, not so much on it being bad, mm-hmm. but because you're unfamiliar. I'm unfamiliar. Yeah. Yeah. Makes yeah. sense. What's like your show now? Like, I remember you used to be big with Family Guy. Like yeah, what, it kind of died out. What, what is your? No, I mean you stuck with it longer than any of us did. did. Yeah. Like I, I was the first one out. I was done with Family Guy with like 2005. Yeah, but you, like, what is your like type of animation adult show now? Right now, I've been really fixated on South Park. South Park. South Park. I've been fixated on South Park, um, or Miracle Workers. Okay, or that one. But adult animation is probably South Park, South just Park. because like their story of. Their cleverness of, I guess, recent events, Mm -hmm. of modern events, uh, just make it more enjoyable. Okay, yeah. And their writing style. So, yeah, I I would probably have to say, like, South Park is, like, probably my go-to. What about you, AJ? Same thing. South Park. Park? Yeah, South Park, it just satirizes, you know. You were heavy watching Bob's Burgers, a lot of that. No, I still watch Bob's Burgers. I still watch it. Yeah. It's one of the things I still watch, you know. Pa- kind of passing by kind yeah. of thing. See, that's the thing. It's like I've, I've actually gone through and seen all that Hulu has of Bob's Burgers. And I've probably seen Bob's Burgers twice over all every episode. I, so oh, now wow. like, yeah, I'd like, so like me, I'm just like, okay, I'm done. I need to have something else to watch. Actually, no, I would take it back. Uh, I, okay. The three, because I have just three of like this Bob's Burgers. I've watched same thing. I watched every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, South Park, which I still got to catch up, but I watched the fuck, I yeah. watched the fuck out of it. The one I've seen the most was Archer. 
Archer. Archer is the one I've seen literally the, I've seen the entire series, no joke, no less than like five times. Damn, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I think mine is American Dad. I think I've seen the most. Yeah, I was about to say yours was uh Yeah, yeah, that was a solid. Like I said, it took me a while to get into that. And the same thing for Bob's Burgers. Bob's Burger took me a good minute to get into that. Oh, dude, I, I, I watched the premiere of Bob's Burgers. I was into it right there. Right down. Yeah, no, it, like I had to wait quite a bit. Like I maybe like they were already into like season five or so when I finally got into Bob's Burgers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was late. It was late into that. And it, I was hearing that for a lot of people too. Bob's Burgers was that show. It took everyone quite a bit yeah. to warm up that. And people were talking shit about it even in the very beginning. And now look at it. It's what it, it is the number one, right? Yeah. Like I said, I was, I'm, I was one of those two that still talk shit on it mm -hmm. because of before it came out, I was like, man, it's just going to be another show that they're trying to, you know, like they try to bring like Futurama, which was a good show. Like not talking shit on the shows, but it's like, oh, it's just another animated show that it's going to get there. They disappear. Another mm -hmm. animation show riding on the Simpson bandwagon. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, it's, that's all it is. But the first episode, I was like, all right, I'm hooked on. Mm. That was it. It was so odd. It was so weird and so hum human at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting, but. Yeah, um, I'll definitely say I'll probably give like Bob's Burger the movie a good 6.57. It was a nice, enjoyable watch and really nice fluid animation style that I'm probably going to watch over again just to really study and see how they did it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah probably gonna, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to watch those dance sequences again. Yeah, yeah. I know. I was like, it was just it was, too it, smooth. It was yeah. really smooth dance sequences. So I was really impressed with that. All right, but I think that's going to be a good place to close tonight's you know episode yeah, so quick. yeah it was nice a little nice quick nice little shorty tonight yeah. <laughs> yeah so we want to thank everyone for listening to tonight's podcast i'm curious on your thoughts on tonight's topic how do you feel about bob's burger the movie did you like it did you hate it you can leave a comment below if you're watching this on our next journey youtube channel if not we'll be putting this up on our open forum on our website at www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast for our listeners to discuss episode topics and various other film-related news. We put out episodes every Monday. For our audio listeners, you can find the Red Band Podcast on iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, and of course, our website, which I'll say again, www.nextjourneypro.com forward slash Red Band Podcast. And of course, as usual, Mike has a little end notes for you guys. Yes. So before I totally pass out. Yeah, he's dipping there. I'm dipping hard. But uh, as Anthony mentioned, all the different ways that you can be able to listen to us. Uh, you can also be able to watch the live version of these podcast episodes on our YouTube channel, which will also be down below uh, with the link. Uh, pausing too many times. Sorry. <laughs> We do have our Patreon account. Sorry, let me go back to that YouTube. Oh my God, I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> I'm so sorry. As I was mentioning, the YouTube channel where you'll be able to find the link down below, be able to like, subscribe, share, even leave a comment down below of what your take on Bob's Burger, the movie, and uh, how you enjoyed it. Uh, we do also have our Patreon account still live and active. So we do have different incentives for you to be able to choose from if you want to be able to stay up to date with projects uh, like the Red Band Podcast or stuff that we're doing with our next dream productions, uh, making short films or skits or anything like that. All the different packages comes with different incentives. So go and check it out, see which one you like because more content, or sorry, 
more subscribers equals more content. I am so tired. <laughs> I'm trying to keep it together as long yeah. as I can. Uh, yes, we all are. Yeah. Yes. And don't forget to check out that audio, that audible, audible. as Man Anthony mentioned before, with the link down below. Yeah. Audible trial. Audible trial. Free 30 days. www.audibletrial.com forward slash dot com forward slash red band. You are just breaking up. So tired. Yes, I'm falling apart. I'm falling apart. Okay, let me let me make sure I got everything. You got it. You got you got the you got the the YouTube the YouTube. You got the Patreon. I got the Patreon. You got the Audible. The Audible. And you got the you got the thanks. And Thanks. all your buddies and everything. Any more shout outs? Uh, yes. Thank you for those that checked out Greg's page. Uh, he loved it. If you guys like it and you guys are big Disney fans, hope Disney doesn't flag me for this one. But he also makes custom pin boards, being able to make a Mickey ears, Death Star, anything that you want to be able to check out. Check it out in the link down below as well. Also, head over to his Instagram page where he has all this stuff all labeled up for you with price ranges at very affordable prices for very custom work that are very, very good. So give a message out to him. Tell him Mike sent you from the Red Band Podcast and we'll see you next time. That was a very, very good ad read, Mike. That was the <laughs> very last bit of my energy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys heard it from Mike. Please like and subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Later, taters.